listening to Downworlder Dish, a Shadowhunter Chronicles podcast. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 78, where we will be discussing chapter 19 in Clockwork Angel, Bodicea. I'm Kristen. I'm Robin. And I'm Amanda. All right. How was your guys' week? It went by actually kind of fast. Like, I don't want to say that out loud, <laughs> but it did. <laughs> not over till tomorrow yeah <laughs> oh gosh but it was pretty good yeah I just complained for 30 minutes about life so I'd feel like a liar if I said it was great we complained with you so definitely yeah. <laughs> we yep. have getting we've we've of getting we've been getting comments on our Instagram in our group Yay. Oh, yeah. which is also exciting I haven't been reading them because I want to be surprised yeah, we, we should um so FYI, if you're not following us on Instagram or in our Facebook group, which you definitely should be, there's some pretty cool people there. Um yeah. you should check it out because we want to know what you guys want us to talk about in our wrap up episode. <laughs> and Amanda went away. And that's okay, I'm gonna Sorry, keep talking. my husband's trying to call me. <laughs> you're like bitch button. button. <laughs> he knows what I'm doing. Come on. <laughs> I'm like I'm busy. <laughs> um, I was just talking to Amanda about how much I love the recap episodes. I was like, I don't need to prepare prepare a script. It's off the cuff. Yep, <laughs> the wrap great. ups. Yeah, I could talk for hours and hours and hours about Shadow Hunters, but it needs to be on task for the chapter, so I have to write stuff down. So, okay, listen, we're gonna be real, real with you. We're tired. After this bunk, we just want you guys to do our jobs for us for the wrap up episode and give us questions and this stuff to talk about so we don't have to write anything down. Truth. <laughs> Help a sister out, okay? <laughs> yeah. I did see I did see one comment um that specifically asked for like a very long run on answer. Like like I would like you to please take your time answering this question and pick it apart because that's what I enjoy about your podcast, basically. Oh great, good. Thank goodness. <laughs> and I'm like, Thank we goodness. found our people. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh, that's great. <laughs> Dude, the other day I was talking long story short about um I was like, yeah, basically we keep saying we're doing Patreon, but like, <laughs> this is like. Amanda got pregnant, okay? <laughs> I'm yeah. using it. Yeah, it's fine. It's true. <laughs> and I was talking to my husband about it and he was like, you're not like monetizing your podcast and why are you doing it? And I was like, <laughs> I was so offended. <laughs> For fun, motherfucker. I was like, like because. It's like two hours of my life. We cut a lot of shit, by the way. It's about two hours. Yeah. Yeah. Well, most of it is just stupid shit that we're like, You're no right. one cares about that. Yeah. Right. Um, I like broccoli. Like- yeah. <laughs> or us get Sorry. like one of us getting up to pee or get a drink or something like yep. that. Or yeah. when sushi tried to freaking murder me. Like there was right. somebody in my house. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. Those her. moments also happen. Second time. <laughs> Well, let me segue into something else that's pretty cool. Um, Remember how last week we read a review from last year? (laughs) Right. (laughs) We have another one from March, but it's from this year. So I don't remember where this is from. Was this one Australia, Robin? Um, 
Well, pansexual so. underscore bookworm. Yes, that one. Thank you. <laughs> Such a cool name. I'm yeah. <laughs> I remember the username. I love it. Uh, okay, so they have a heart, which is adorable. I this Anyway, <laughs> an amazing, funny, interesting podcast about one of my favorite book series. Short and sweet. Thank you very love much. Oh, thank you. That's very sweet. Thank you for listening. We really yes. appreciate it. Yeah, check out, yeah. Che- check out our Facebook group. They're fun. Yeah. yeah. It's lots of it's, fun. Um, it's really weird to see, like, people making memes out of shit you said. I know. <laughs> I told my oh, friend. That's, like, that's so cool. so funny, man. Like, I know, especially because some of them are delayed. Because I wouldn't, yeah. you know. Yeah. Well, I, like... Some of them are a little older, and I'm like, oh, yeah, I remember saying that, dude. We're funny. Right? <laughs> I know. And I like the, the – they always put the the um episode that it's, like, they're talking about, yes. which is nice to be like, oh, okay, so I can go back and listen to that episode for that funny. Uh-huh. Right. I dig it. Yes, I dig it. Job, it's super Thank cool. You. It's fun to have a little community. Yeah. We're small, but we're mighty. Yep. <laughs> It's true. Oh, oh, I got to give you an update on the book series that I'm re- currently reading. The, oh, yeah, did it get good? It did. So the first book was trash until about 80% in. And then the last 20% was pretty good. Okay, maybe, maybe the last like 30%. Okay, I'll give it 30. The second book was really good. Um, I'm on, I'm about three-fourths of the way through the third book right now and and I like it I, I really like the third book too so I'm very invested in these characters and I really like that I'm invested in more than just the two main characters like I'm invested in like the whole ensemble cast that's which good. I really like in a book so yeah I, I kept reading if you if I offended you calling a court of thorns and roses trash sorry not sorry it is trash <laughs> The second book is way better. It's got the Kristen stamp of approval. Yeah, I, I kept going. Listen, I I understand. I can't even say I understand the necessity because really that, that first part of that book could have been done so much shorter and so much more concisely. But I get it. I get the story. It's worth reading the first book. And, and going through because you do get a lot of information and understand. I just don't particularly like the characters for most of that book. <laughs> Personal opinion, hot take. So All right, I'm done. It's like um, the second book in the second part of the TMI series. Yes. Okay. Yes. But, but – it's the first book. So it's the first thing that people pick up. Yes. So they're not already obsessed. So I can see why some people would fucking throw it at the wall and be like, fuck this shit. These people have no personality. (laughs) They get way better and they get such a better personality. It's so great. They're so much more layered and complex. We started with a 2d character and we worked our way up (laughs) together. It was a journey. I like it. <laughs> oh, this is going to be fun. All right, you guys. I have a question for you. Tell me. Fuck, Mary kill. Clary, Luke, Simon. 
Okay, can I ask you a question? Oh my God, are you kidding me? Yeah. Were you just throwing dice? Yeah, I was. Okay, I thought you were changing your earbuds. Nope, nope, throwing dice. Oh, that's what I thought you were doing too. Okay, repeat that question because I forgot already. So, fuck, Mary kill, Clary Luke Simon. I thought that's what you said. That's not fair. (laughs) I knew this was going to piss off Amanda. (laughs) Clary and Simon should not be in the same thing because I want to kill both of them. (laughs) (laughs) Can I just Luke and Luke? (laughs) No, no, you can't. Go ahead, Robin. Kill Clary. Mm-hmm. Mary Luke. Mm-hmm. Duh. Yeah. 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 That, that face, Amanda. <laughs> I know, obviously. I, boo. I wish I had that on. <laughs> I. Hmm. It's hard. It is hard for me. I think I, I got to go with same as Robin. I got to kill Clary. Fuck Simon. Mary Luke. Yeah, I, I waffled. I might have married Simon, like, at the end of the books, Simon, when he's gone through all of his character development. But. Mm-mm. No, I, I mean, think it's okay, pretty obvious what I would do. I'm still, I'm really into Luke, though. <laughs> he's, right. He, he gives me the daddy vibes I crave. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Whatever. I don't care. I am not ashamed. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Yeah. I I like old dudes. I love the sense of responsibility wafting off a man. (laughs) Look at those New Balance shoes. I'm like, ooh, he pays his bills on automatic pay. (laughs) Listen, I love a man that looks like he would pull over on the side of the road to change an old lady's tire. Okay. Listen, that's the kind of man. Those TikToks where this lady drives up to guys in the parking lot and she's like, Oh, you look like you cook me a Sunday breakfast in bed. And then she just drives away. She's like, oh my God, guys. I love that. You look like you'd mow my lawn just to make me happy. You're just, you know, right. It's just so funny. What are their reactions? Most of them laugh. Oh, okay. <laughs> a lot of them, I just like don't horrified. Happening. <laughs> like I don't do, I don't do lawn work. Like, <laughs> right? Like, no thanks. Oh my gosh, it's it. the best. They're really funny. Oh Any my gosh. Hoosies. All right, what do you guys say, Amanda? You said yours. Yeah, you did. I mean, mine's yeah. pretty obvious. I would marry Luke. Fuck Clary. And kill Simon. One hundred percent. Bye, Not Simon. Really. You're finally dead. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking, we need shirts that just say Amanda hates Simon, and like no one will, no one will understand the joke unless you listen to the podcast. Yeah, like who's Simon? Who's Amanda? <gasps> Brittany, why are you wearing that shirt? <laughs> like, <laughs> I love yep. it. All right, what do you guys say we cut the chit chat and kick things off with Robin's recap? Previously on Downworld or Dish, 
The action continues as our heroes battle it out with the automatons. Agatha has died, and Sophie is frozen in fear. Enter Mortmain stage left, with his double-crossing fuckboy Nate Dog in tow. Mortmain orders the robots to seize Tessa, but her clockwork necklace comes alive and starts to kill the automatons. Jessamyn puts on her boss bitch pants and throws some much-needed shade before she's shot down. Our dearest Thomas has put himself between the evil robots and Tessa and Sophie and allows the pair to escape. Ooh, I wrote that weird. The ladies run down the corridor to the sanctuary where Sophie realizes she has to get the key to continue the quest. <laughs> Tessa's left to wait out, of the sh out in the shadows um, and wait for Nate to pop up and startle and mock Tessa. He basically denounces their blood ties and tells her that she's the worst... Once again, Jessima comes barreling in like a bamf and hits Nate over the head Rapunzel style, just as Sophie arrives and the trio make their way into the sanctuary. Back at the creepy manor house, Jim and Will confront Mrs. Dark, who decides to bowl them down with her sister's severed head, and they run away and run, then run away, retreating into a pentagram. We find out that Mrs. Dark is actually an Edelon demon and is super angsty because the Magister, like, picked Tessa over her. <laughs> Will and Jim work out that the Magister isn't a Quincy, it's Mortmain, and Mrs. Dark decides to just burn the bitch down. Will is able to dispatch Mrs. Dark by dropping a chandelier on her ass, and the Paramore tries to <gasps> make haste to go help the peeps at the Institute. Jim, however, does have time to rescue a cat. Will decides to ditch Jim in the carriage since his drug is wearing off, and he rides off bareback into the sunset <laughs> sword drawn no not that was thomas just kidding <laughs> oh that's good so you guys we've been holding on to this climax for two weeks okay i'm no sting so let's just jump back in and finish strong folks okay okay do you get that reference it is not funny when you have to explain it. it. So I'm going to just hope that people who listen will get my reference. <laughs> All right. So Tessa, Sophie, and Jessamine scramble into the sanctuary, finally safe, but not from Jessamine's attitude. So apparently the ghost of human decency's visit to Jessamine's body um, was a one-chapter deal. Because she's right back to her selfish and haughty ways, explaining how everything is Tessa's fault. And if Jesse were running the Institute... Tessa would have been out on her ass in the street weeks ago, which in turn earns her a glare from Sophie, which I'm like, Lord. all right, because because Sophie really like she's like, I'm dropping pretenses. We're under attack. I can fucking let you know that you're a bitch. Like, yeah, yep. <laughs> she'll give a fuck. She's like, I might die. I'm not going to die. Not say in my mind. <laughs> <laughs> and Sophie says, quote, or. And Jessamine says, quote, oh, really? Don't be such a mush mouth, Sophie. A mush mouth? That's the insult you go for right now? Ooh, I feel burn. like that is a low level insult. And we are in a high stakes situation. All right. Yep. <laughs> Agatha and Thomas would still be alive if I were in charge, wouldn't they? Unquote. Okay. Listen. How? Well, go on. She is like she shit just got like from annoyed to like shit just got serious. Now now we're now we're talking real beef. Okay? <laughs> you don't say shit like that. Jessamine stepped over a line. Yeah, for okay. sure. All right. So Jessamine knows she went too far and immediately tries to walk it back, but Tessa demands to know what happened. They saw Jessamine go down. Like, how the fuck are you here right now? Yep. Bitch, we saw you hit the float. Oh, thank you, honey. Let the oh, bodies hit the floor. 
Oh, oh God! That brings me right back to like 2003. <laughs> I feel like that's like 2000 for me. I think I think yeah, like that early. I might have my year wrong. I think no, you're because we were in sixth grade in the year 2000, and that was in middle school. It was definitely middle school. Yeah, like 2002, 2001. I think yeah, yeah. is when like that originally like, came out. But it was popular for a very long time. It was like the theme song to every goth kid. <laughs> Anybody for that sure. liked Invader Zim. Oh, oh Me. God, oh God. I don't know what that is? Nerd. Okay, so never one to miss an opportunity to cut someone down. Jessamine takes a jab at Sophie <laughs> and Tessa, reminding them that they what? Did I just say this? No, no, it was just funny. She oh, was gonna miss out on that. She's gonna take that opportunity to make somebody feel like shit. <laughs> <laughs> reminding them that they didn't try to help her while she was unconscious um, before she like explains to them what happened. When Jessamine came to Sophie and Tessa and Mortmain were gone and Thomas was fighting the automatons by himself. Her parasol was destroyed and she didn't have any other weapons on her. So when a robot lunged at her and Thomas got in front of her and told her to run, she ran like a little bitch. And, Bye. And like, and I then like I'd be picking something up off the ground, like using an arm to fight another story. one. She's <laughs> just like, yeah, sorry. So I'm going to read from you. I'm going to read from you. I'm going to read to you <laughs> from the book. <clears throat> this little conversation, because there's no way I can condense this. This is like, it just is. It just is. It's beautiful. Sophie's eyes flashed. You left him there alone? Jessamine set the knife down on the wall with an angry clatter. By the way, she picked up Nate's knife after she knocked him out. So she is still fully capable of fighting at this point, And she just ran and left Thomas there. Whatever. Okay. Anyway, getting back to the quote. I'm a lady, Sophie. It is expected that a man sacrifice himself for a lady's safety. That's rubbish. Sophie's hands were tight little fists at her sides. You're a shadow hunter and Thomas is just a mundane. You could have helped him. You just wouldn't because you're selfish and awful. Okay, listen. There are no, There is not a single lie in what Sophie is saying. Jessamine, what the fuck? You just literally unraveled all of the good shit you did last chapter. It's nice that Sophie's at least telling her, like, that was fucked up, yo. You're a bad person. Right. She's like, fuck you. Yeah. And mm-hmm. and finally, like, being like, no, you're not just, like, you know, fucked up because your parents are dead and, like, you know, like, you're not, you're not just, like, a hurt little kid. You're grown enough yep. to, like, know your own decisions and are perfectly capable and you're making a choice to be a shitty person like what what yeah I mean what I guess how much training does she really have though or is it just sort of like you have angel blood like you should you're stronger you should know what to do I I imagine that she I mean I don't know that she's had a whole lot of training I know that they've like she's been with them for a long time and they have, like, been, like, you need to keep up on your training. So I think she just, like, half-asses it and tries to get out of it uh-huh. at every option. Like, I so didn't I, PE. 
Right. I don't yeah. think she de- has, doesn't have any training. I just don't think she has, like, well-developed training skills. Because well, you know? right. Tessa was when she killed the hobgoblin thing. Yeah. And Tessa's like, oh, damn, bitch is ripped. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think I think the, the athletic build and stuff, I, I think they have attributed that, or Cassie's attributed that to Shadowhunter blood before. So, like, I think, like, that's, it's a part of, yeah, like, their DNA is just, like, badass. But also, like, you need to, like, know how to move uh-huh. that body and use mm-hmm. it as a weapon. And I, so I think there's some of it's in- instinct. But, I mean, Jessamine could still probably take pretty much any hu- human, like. Uh-huh. Well, and Mortmain left. Right. And so it's like, and Nate was gone. So, you know, it was a couple automaton dudes. Because I'm sure Mortmain didn't leave without taking some bodyguards. Right. I mean, even if, even if she, she left to find another weapon, I mean, I'm sure there was another weapon. You're in the Institute that houses shadow hunters. There is a weapon somewhere within pretty close range. Okay. Run inside, find something, go back out to help him. Like, right. Something. Uh Don't just go hide. Pick up one of the um, severed arms. That's a chainsaw. Exactly. Yep. Right. Right. (sighs) There were options. Anyways. Okay. So. Yeah, she's a bitch. So, but before Jessamine gets a chance to finish her comeback, which I'm sure was so good, I don't care. I'm not going to quote Bush it. Mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Pounding oh. from the door echoes through the chamber, followed by the sound of Will's voice calling for Tessa and Sophie. And Jessamine's the first to answer, calling through the door that she too is a damsel waiting to be saved. <laughs> In case you were wondering, unmarried, unbetrothed, very rich. Um, <laughs> she's like, hold on, let me get out my personal ad. <laughs> like, <laughs> okay. And Will's like, oh, baby, baby, everything's all good now. Mortmain's dead. It's safe to come out, come out wherever you are. But something feels fishy. Okay. Grandma, what big eyes you have. <laughs> Tessa's like, mm, I don't think so. And Tessa calls out to Jessamine not to open the door just as Jessamine opens the motherfucking door and wham, bam, thank you, ma'am. There's fucking Mortmain with his minions. Like, surprise, bitches. <sighs> Great job. Great job, girl. Right? You're just winning all kinds of awards tonight. You're like, what the fuck? And then, and then it's time to switch over to Will, who has well, glamoured. She should have been like, listen. <laughs> Okay, remember yeah. that scene in Harry Potter mm-hmm. where it's everybody takes the Polyjuice potion and they all turn into Harry to get him mm-hmm. safely out of the Dursleys. Yes, and yes, of course. Lupin's like grabbing them by the shoulders, interrogating questions. Mm-hmm. Like that's what they should have done. What's that in my that's office? The very happened. first time I met blah blah blah. I mean, yeah. I get it. There's no reason to have thought that it wasn't Will, but. I mean, probably Tessa the sheer knew something was of wrong. Him getting there quickly and knowing right. exactly mm-hmm. where they were, and well, know. that and like, I'm sorry, I'm in a situation like this. I don't know where the bad guy with all of the evil creatures went, and somebody knocks. A, I'm gonna want to like get a little more verification before we start, yeah. especially like. We've only been in here about three and a half minutes and Mortmain's yeah. already dead. I don't think so. Like, right. right. That was fast. Yeah. yeah. But, you know, Jasmine's an idiot. It's fine. But um, 
you know, so we're in Will's, we've switched over. We're in Will's point of view now, who has glamored not only himself, but his horse as well. Um, we're fucking idiots. So last episode, we talked about how this would work because if you glamored yourself, it would just be a horse running. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> and that was our that, conclusion. That was our whole conclusion. I'm like, oh, he could have fucking glamored the whole thing. I don't understand. Is this horse a shadow hunter horse? Well, no, I, I think he has glamored the horse, but yes, it is kind of a magical horse, right? They've, they're like, there's something weird about them. They're not completely okay. normal. Robin, <laughs> yes. I can think about a city of bones. <laughs> they take the carriage in <laughs> yeah. to the graveyard and it's like glamored as a car, right? <laughs> or, I don't was know. Just, I don't this remember. It never happens again. That was weird. I, I, I think it was glamored so it was invisible. I thought it was like going so people over. Would think it was a car. I don't know. I'll have to look. I got yeah. to. I got to because I got to know. Yeah. I don't fucking remember. Yeah. Okay. But I'm an idiot. So like whatever. <sighs> it reminds me of like um, <clears throat> like White Walker horses, you know? Right. Oh, yeah. They turned into White Walkers too. Okay. Anyway. Oh, yeah, they did. Uh-huh. But they, uh-huh. they were dead. Yeah, but yeah. it's like they were the same yeah. as the humans. So I guess maybe uh-huh. horses can be shadow hunters in some way. <laughs> Hagrid so the... takes care of them. <laughs> Luke is Hagrid. Sure. He's the animal tamer. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so the glamour not only makes Will and Balios invisible, its magic also forces the Mundies to unconsciously get out of the way so they don't get trampled by an invisible horse, which is That's very fair. smart. That's and you think point. the person that figured out the glamour thing, right, who figured out that piece of magic to make that work, you think that they would have thought that someone taking Shadowhunter blood to open the Institute door would work. Like, like, if you're that smart, why? where's the consistency with the intelligence here? Yes. I mean, maybe that makes it feel more like real life, right? Like, <laughs> How could someone be so smart, be so dumb? Yeah, exactly. Oh. <laughs> <sighs> And then not to learn your mistakes. Yep. 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 A hundred years or so later. Yep. More than that. More. Yeah. It's bullshit. So it only takes Will 20 minutes to get back to the Institute and find the front door wide open. And he came up and he was like, I'm not paying it. Cool down the outside. Right. <laughs> right. And, and I bet you want to know what happens, but. You don't get to. You have to wait. Because yes. even though that was very quick, we're now back with Tessa and the gang in the sanctuary. Okay. All three have different reactions. All three girls have different reactions to Mortmain's trick. Okay. Jessamine, the idiot who opened the door and who's the closest, gasps and jumps back. Sophie screams and hides behind a pillar. Okay. And Tessa just stands there like, fuck. Like, we're fucked. <laughs> so... They are all valid reactions, but the question remains, which would be yours? Sophie's. I would be a test. I would just be like, I I don't like, I'm not running anywhere. (laughs) Yeah, I'd probably do the Jessamine. 
That's great. We're all different. Because <laughs> I'd be like the initial, oh my God. And then I'm like, what do I do? <laughs> right? <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, my anger for Jessamine would probably take over just a little bit. I'd be like, bitch, you let him in? Like, what the fuck? Right? But yep. I think like I would Tessa scream and hide. Yeah. Sophie for getting the keys. Yes. You're like, I'm sorry, Jessamine, what was that you saying about how if you were in charge, we would all be alive? Like, everyone would be alive? Fuck you. Like, <laughs> Look the at the first decision proved. that you make. Or wait. <laughs> right. Was it the lie detector test proved that was a lie? Right. <laughs> okay, so let's get into it because this shit is about to pop off. Nate is bringing up the caboose of the Mortmain party train, and he is pissed at Jessamine for, let's be honest, besting him while wearing a dress. And I wonder how he'd fare against six-fingered Nigel. <laughs> like, I have a feeling like he would be even more pissed if he thought a child killed him <laughs> or bested him, not killed him. Wishful thinking. Freudian slip. Right. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so Nate calls Jessamine a stupid whore so original and moves to go after her but Mortmain sticks out his arm like bitch this isn't about you and orders him to go get whatever he needs out of the weapons room he needs something out of the weapons room and he's like get the thing I need and any guesses what that might be I didn't have one at the time no it's a box yeah Wonder what that could be. Right? The thing that you were just talking about in the library, Nate? <laughs> you were well, just asking right. about? That's right. <laughs> no, that no, we were like, no reason. Mm. No reason. But um, yeah. she's like, yeah, yeah, I'll show you that later. So Nate hesitates but obeys eventually, leaving the sanctuary with two automatons in tow, and then the door closes behind them. So quick sidebar. Isn't there a second entrance to the sanctuary like how could Camille get inside and out if she can't go through the institute I bet because remember is. wasn't there a second door so There's why didn't be they an outside door. door to the outside there has to so be why didn't they go and then right why didn't they leave right well, I mean I guess I guess it could be I guess it could be like they could have automatons all over but here's like, the thing if Mortmain was smart enough to have blueprints or whatever for the clockwork people. That's right. And then Nate was uh -huh. able to like Fair. draw up this map and stuff. He probably knows where the door is to the sanctuary. So they were probably just like, that's not a your best yeah, that's to probably stay right. in the sanctuary. Mm. And not open the fucking door. Yeah. Stay right. right. Okay. That's fair. That makes sense. Mortmain orders Sophie and Jessamine out, but Sophie's a ride or die, and she's not about to abandon Tessa. And to everyone's surprise, it doesn't look like Jessamine has any plans to follow orders either. So I'm like, okay, pick pick what you want to be, Jessamine. Because this yep. flip-flopping back and forth between, you know, bitchy bitch uh -huh. and ri richy bitch. Ooh, I like that. <laughs> between richy bitch an honorable person is really bothering me. Like, pick a lane. Yeah. Pick a lane. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> so 
So while the defiance is admirable, the magister doesn't fuck around and he doesn't ask twice. Wickedly fast, the robots get a hold of both girls and Tessa does the only thing she can think of, which is make a deal with the devil. If Mortmain promises to let them go and not hurt them, she won't try to escape. Okay, and I'm sure you want to know what happens there, but we're flipping back and forth. So we're going over to Will's point of view and shit is about to get real. And I'm going to be honest. Doesn't matter how many times I read this book. Every time I read this part, I cry. So like literal tear, like bad. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to try and keep my shit together, hopefully, because I did not go to like gushy, gushy feely here. Upon approaching the Institute, Will knows something is very, very wrong. Okay. He senses it. And he sees Agatha's body as soon as he crosses the threshold. Holding the emotion that bubbles up at bay, he bends to close her eyes before moving further inside. Oh, my God. So sad. Mm -hmm. So fucking sad. Being in – because being in Will's point of view is such a rare thing that – Yeah. There's that excitement and the newness of being in a different character's point of view and that we don't get very often in this book. But also just, like – Will is so Will on the outside and the inside uh-huh. of Will is so different than the exterior. And so having to see this moment through Will's eyes was like super fucking powerful. It was way better to do it this way and have it through Will's eyes than have it through Tessa's eyes. Mm-hmm. But that's just my opinion. So the entryway is fucked. Signs of an intense fight are everywhere. Blood, oil, weapons, cogs, gears, littering the floor. He even steps on the broken pieces of Jessamine's parasol. And there's like this, mo- like he like th- something clenches inside of him when he does that. He's like, oh, fuck. Like in winces. He's like, ooh, like, I don't know. I, I bet he feels like an idiot because he got tricked. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he is a blame guy. Well, he's a Herondale, so he's know. 100% going to blame himself for this. Because uh-huh. there are only two then- types of Herondales. Assholes and like the dying, mar- like the martyrs, right? Like, yeah. that's it. Yeah. So he, um, I think when he sees Jessamine's parasol, he's like, fuck, dude, this bitch got off her ass. Like, right. She tried to mm-hmm. fight. Yeah. Yeah. This is, mm-hmm. it must have, yeah, this is intense. This must have been really, really bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <clears throat> and even though Jessamine's a bitch, I'm sure he feels responsible for leaving and leaving oh, yeah. them vulnerable. Yeah. Yep. Then Will sees Thomas slumped at the bottom of the stairs. He's laying in a pool of blood, not moving, a jagged piece of metal protruding from his chest. Okay. But we're in Will's point of view. So we see past the gruesome gore to the massive sword riddled with dings and nicks lying at Thomas's side. Evidence of how hard he fought to defend their home, which is fucking heartbreaking. Like Tessa would never notice something like that. But because Will is a warrior, he sees the signs of that. Ugh. Mm-hmm. It's crazy God, to sucks. think that that's what he 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 basically they intended for Thomas to stay behind in case something happened. And when mm-hmm. you think of that, you don't think of anything actually happening, you know. Right. Uh-huh. So God, that's you don't hard. expect it to actually happen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So Will starts to say the hail and farewell, but Thomas's hand shoots up and he stops him and says <laughs> that he's not a shadow hunter. Like that fucking matters right now, but like he he has such honor that he's like I'm not a shadow hunter. I'm not one of you. Like 
I would have jumped out of my skin, dude. <laughs> you think he's gone and he touches you and you'd be like, oh, fuck. What if he was just like, I'm not dead yet. <laughs> That's what I expected him to say. I didn't expect him to say he wasn't a shadow hunter. I, I thought he was going to be like, still here. I'm still here. <laughs> God, you guys. Way to way to bring some levity to the situation. Where he's like the Black Knight from Monty Python. He's like, it's just a flesh wound. Oh, fuck, <laughs> tis but a scratch. Oh my god! So are great. you guys? <laughs> are you guys? Are you guys ready to get sad? We're gonna get sad with yes. it. Okay. Okay. I'm gonna read this little exchange from the book. Quote. You defended the Institute, Will said. You did as well as any of us would have done. No, Thomas closed his eyes, as if as if exhausted. His chest rose, barely. His shirt was soaked, almost black with blood. You'd have fought him off, Master Will. You know you would. Thomas, Will whispered. He wanted to say, be quiet and you'll be all right when the others get here. But Thomas manifestly would not be all right. He was human. No healing rune could help him. Will wished that Jem were here instead of himself. Jem was the one you wanted with you when you were dying. Jem could make anyone feel that things were going to be all right, whereas Will privately suspected that there were few situations that his presence did not make worse. She's alive, Thomas said, not opening his eyes. What? Will was caught off guard. The one you came back for. Her. Tessa. She's with Sophie. We have a lot to unpack here. One, Thomas, our beautiful Asgardian. I just, <laughs> my heart is breaking. Okay. Yep. He's a beautiful butterfly and we love how pure hearted he is. And he's like, no, Will, you would have done better. You would have saved them. Like he just, cause he just can't not be yeah. perfect. He's fucking perfect. And now he's dying and it really sucks. And it's sad he's going to die thinking of himself as a failure. But yeah. it, it doesn't seem like he feels like that. I, I think it, he just, it, it like, almost like it's just a matter of fact. Like, he's just uh, so comfortable yeah. with who he is. He's like, I'm not a shadow hunter. I tried my best, but I know I'm not a shadow hunter. And I know that, like, you know, my limits, mm-hmm. basically. But he seems, like, so, like, he's happy that he did what he did. Listen. All I can think about is there's the Dane Cook's sketch where he's talking about when you're like standing in front of the mirror and watching yourself cry and then you want to make yourself cry more. So then you just start repeating this phrase back and forth to yourself. And he was like, I did my best. I did my fucking best. I did my best. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. True. You guys are really helping me not cry. Oh, well, we have to do it, too, or we're all going to start crying. I know. Yeah. We just have to be super disrespectful right now because otherwise we'll cry. This is how I deal with grief, guys. Come on. It is. Right? And so he's like, he's like, she's alive. The one you came for. What? What? Thomas. We all knew that's what he was thinking. You guys are like, yeah, he's worried about Jessamine and the parasol. I'm like, no, he's just worried about Tessa. <laughs> I mean... To an extent, yes, protect Tessa because we don't want to give Mortmain what he wants, right? Like, that would be a bad idea because that he, he could use her for a weapon or something, right? Mm-hmm. Like, we want to make sure that he, no one gets her. But 
I just, the fact that he's just going to say, he's like, I'm dying. I might as well say it. Might as well call you out and let you know I, I see you. Like, damn. Okay. Everybody it knows it, bro. weird. Right. You might have, you might have been able to, to do a better job in here, but I'm still going to fucking call you out on your shit. <laughs> when I was, when I first read it, I was like, God, that seems like a weird thing to like waste your dying breath on. Like, but well, part of me feels like he's so in love with Sophie and yep. wants this future with her and he will never have that because he knows he's going to die. Yep. So it's almost like his way of telling Will to like, go for it. Yeah. And so I stopped the quote early because like I couldn't get to, like I couldn't read the last part. All right. But Thomas asks Will to look after Sophie and he dies with Sophie's lip name lip, and he dies with Sophie's name on his lips. And Will takes a moment to say goodbye. He says, quote, sleep then good and faithful servant of the Nephilim. And thank you before hurrying off to find Sophie and Tessa. And Will does think that, like, it's not enough, like, like mm-hmm. that, that Thomas deserved the other one. But because Thomas said no, that, like, he'll respect that. But, yeah, uh-huh. I don't know. I don't know. I would never know what to heart. say in that situation. <sighs> yeah. It's so, but, yeah, I think, I think Robin's right. I think just knowing that, that Sophie's alive and she's safe at least as much as he uh-huh. could protect her and seeing that will obviously has some something for Tessa. Yeah. He's like, mm-hmm. yeah, I think you're right. You get it. You get it, man. Yep. Like yep. <laughs> take care of my girl. <laughs> okay. So we go back to the group sort of, I guess it's just Tessa and, um, Mortmain and Mortmain is turning up the creep factor to 100. He's talking Ugh. about how um, he had hoped that his and Tessa's first time alone would have been more pleasant. <laughs> Dude, I don't like that. So no, no, no. <laughs> I agree. Yeah. So Tessa um, tries to change the subject, sort of. She's she's demanding, like, what are you? Like, she's asking Mortmain, like, what the hell are you? Because he was able to imitate Will's voice. So she's like, mm-hmm. are you a warlock? Like, what's the story here? And he's like, yeah, no big deal. Like, anybody can practice voices, you know, whatever. I can imitate people or whatever. And I'm just wondering, like, who all has he practiced? <laughs> like, <laughs> like, can like he, he has a Charlotte and a Henry. Like. <laughs> Just in case. Because <laughs> it seems real convenient that it would have been Will. Because, right. I don't know. It just, anyway, so. You think uh, if so he was then, practicing, he'd be practicing Henry. Because I'm sure he thought, being an outsider, he thought that maybe he was more running. Because, like, who ex- would expect Charlotte to do it? Mm-hmm. Exactly. Who And who yeah. is Will? He's just a kid, you know? Yeah. yeah. It's definitely interesting. So, it's got to be everyone. That's That's what's in my head now. <laughs> <laughs> he can do one of those videos mirror. and he's like yeah. six people in 30 seconds or whatever <laughs> yeah all the shadow hunters <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> so then he um pulls a gold watch out of his um pocket and tries to force tessa to take it and she kind of looks over it um noticing that it hadn't like it definitely hasn't worked in a long time it's it's definitely <laughs> inoperable but there's initials on the back that um are jts 
So she asks him why. Like, why do you want me to take this? And I'm just like, duh, girl. Duh. Duh. <laughs> you forgot your power already? <laughs> well, she hasn't been using it. I guess that's Except fair. to turn into Camille. <laughs> But, like, you know why he wants you, and he wants you to take an object. <laughs> Wonder what could be brewing in his mind. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. So, obviously, he wants her to change into the person that the watch belonged to. And he explained that he knows about her powers because he made her. And Tessa's like, oh, I'm, I'm sorry, Whoop. what? What was that? <laughs> nope, I don't like hearing that. That sounds yeah, gross. Exactly. Yeah, yep. <laughs> and um she is like you are not the father (laughs) (laughs) and he's like no girl i'm not your daddy (laughs) just take the watch and change for me like i just want to i would want to see this person but she refuses to do it unless he tells her the tea about how he made her and uh what he plans to do with her and she's like dude i'm not as dumb as nate dog and um (laughs) he's basically like yeah i know but like you're still a fool because you should listen to me. And um, so he's obviously frustrated and puts the watch back into his pocket and he starts to just leave, which is weird. And um, Tessa finds a knife on the ground and she yells at him to stop. And um, he turns and sees her with the knife. And so she he pulls out a gun. He's like, no, I'm not scared of you. I got this. <laughs> so then Tessa proves she ain't playing no games and she turns the knife on herself and uh-huh. threatens that if Mortmain leaves, um, she'll put it through her heart. And um, so then, as Kristen was saying, we go back to another POV. <laughs> back and forth. So we go back to back the boys. Yeah. We go back to Will and Jem. And Jem finally gets to the Institute. And he just walks in and he starts calling out for Will. <laughs> just imagine, like, all this destruction. He's like, Will? <laughs> <laughs> Will, is that you? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And Jem is obviously in pain, but he pushes through because he's thinking of Tessa. And um, as he gets closer to the door, Nate comes out. And he's like, he's joined with a couple of these clockwork creatures. And they have a hold of Jessamine and Sophie. They're they're being held captive. (sighs) Okay, so I imagine that them coming out is like they have smoke behind them. And it's like (laughs) they just totally were badasses in this moment but obviously that's not that's not the case that's just what I picture so anyway Jessamine starts like yelling at Jem about Nate and um you know he's he's not who he says he was and blah 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 and um I feel like internally Jem's like I knew it (laughs) that motherfucker and um something catches Jem's eye and he notices that one of the creatures is holding the pixis and Nate obviously must recognize that Jem saw that because he explains like, yeah, shadow hunters are the only ones that can hold the Pixis, but they're the only alive creatures and automatons aren't alive, so they can grab it. And I'm just like, fucking these semantics are bad. <laughs> yeah. Nate's such a child that I would totally see him doing that. But he's just like, look how smart we are. Mm-hmm. Gotcha, bitch. Yeah. Uh, and then he wants to do like smoochie boochie. <laughs> yeah, it really feels like he's treating Mortmain as his dad. And he's just kind of like, my dad's so smart. Look at all this cool stuff we have. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> well, then he wa- like imagine him wanting a high five, but he just his hands up. None of the automatons will high five. <laughs> He's like, don't leave me hanging. I'm going to tell the magister about this. 
yeah, I'm going to tell on you. Yeah. <laughs> so Jem is basically like, bro, that's it. Like, that's all you guys wanted. <laughs> what did Mortmain give you for completing this mission? Like, what's the plan here? Like, what did he give you to betray your sister? Like 30 pieces of silver? And I'm like, oh, there it is. 30 pieces of silver. <laughs> Why is that Dude, so significant? I don't know. Anyway, so Jem goes through all the shit that's going to happen to Nate if anything happens to Sophie or Jessamine or if he takes the Pixis. Like, my dad's going to get your dad and we're going to attack you. And <laughs> basically, my dad's going to beat up your dad. <laughs> oh, <Yeah>. God. Yep. <laughs> um, Except both so, their dads are dead. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's basically the shadow hunters <laughs> will come after you. Blah, blah, blah. You know, the whole thing. And, um, you know, you would hope that the weight of the shadow hunters threatening your life might be scary, but he's basically like, bro, shadow hunters can't offer me shit except for safety. And Mortmain has offered me immortality. You see, that's a better deal. So I'm going to go with that one. <laughs> and then Fucking he sticks the automaton on Jem. But luckily, Jem is able to use his super cool, probably Henry made cane and tears the creature open with the blade at the I think it's at the end right because he can stab uh -huh. with it sort of like a sword so this automaton goes down and it's like there's sparks and stuff flying because it's obviously metal he's cutting through and so the sparks kind of hit Nate and it makes him distracted and weaker I guess so uh Gem is able to take Nate down and um yep that's it um <laughs> It's a, well, because he like takes the opportunity to knock him in the back of the head with his cane. Yeah, like, and I'll I'll have at ya because his shirt caught on fire. So he was like, "Oh, that's right, that's out. right, that's what it was." Yeah, and then, um, he's trying to Jim dance. Was just like, boom, gotcha. <laughs> but to me, I just my I doubt like Jem has very much strength at this point. So that had to have been really tough for him to do. Yeah. Mm -hmm. and he was having um, a hard time getting out of the coat like the yeah. driver's seat of the carriage it's crazy it's crazy that his his um energy level goes down that quickly it reminds me of a video game a little bit well he was talking <laughs> about like his joints were starting to ache like yeah. his wrist was hurting or whatever and then like that's how he that's the first process of him basically going through withdrawals and then like his whole body starts to hurt mm -hmm. so uh, since Jem is attacking Nate, you would think like the automatons would react, but they don't give a shit about him. They just kind of stood there until Nate was basically like, help me out here, bros. <laughs> and so they start to attack. But yo boy Henry comes in with the save and takes out the clockwork creature. And they're like, Branwell's here to save the day, yo. Yep, that's how it went. <laughs> exactly like that. <laughs> so obviously Charlotte and Henry are back and they uh, they go out the go at the creatures or whatever in the courtyard and like they're all done and um so during this scuffle nate took off with the pixis and i think with another automaton so he was like regulators no. <laughs> <laughs> he took an automaton and the pixis and they were out <laughs> and charlotte was like yo what is happening <laughs> like please someone tell me what's going on <laughs> So Jessamine, of course, can't uh, can't wait, which I would do the same thing. I would just start spilling. So she tells her uh, and Henry about Nate and Charlotte's like, OK, yeah, that makes sense, because um, she and Henry had found a Quincy and he was basically just laughing at them for falling for Mortmain's shit. Like, <laughs> I cannot believe that you fell for that. You are idiots. 
And um, so they sit down and and um, completely fill in Charlotte and Henry on where Tessa is and how she's in the Institute with Mort Main. And then Jem and her and Will are both in the Institute, but Tessa's with Mort Main. And Jem insists that Will would have gone after Tessa. So mm-hmm. that must be where he is. Right. Of course. And, but it's, like regardless, Henry still killed the Quincy. Yeah. Because yeah, he's a bamp. I also just want to note that um, Henry had a freaking, like, didn't you say it was a broadsword? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. You need some some serious muscle. Yeah. It's like heavy two-handed. Krista <laughs> oh, yeah. just looks like the cat lady. I know. <laughs> I know. Okay. So great. Are you done? I'm so sorry. I yes. Nope. You. Nope. That was it. Okay. I was done. Thank you. Anyway, so, sorry. Tessa has achieved absolute BAMF status. She actually digs the tip of the knife into her chest and blood starts to like kind of drip out of it. And obviously, obviously, adrenaline is playing a part here, but like, I'm not convinced I could actually do that. Like, yeah, I don't know. In your chest cavity. That would be hard. Put like a knife to their neck. Like I, I don't know. I don't you, know if you would fight seriously. You would seriously have to be like, this is my only option. Yeah. Uh huh. Like there, there is no yeah. other escape here. This is the only card I have to play. And yeah, because it's just like breaking your thumb to get out of handcuffs. Like people do it. You know, like every most people are capable of doing it. Right? Have the strength to. Right get it done right but it's the will of whether you have like that ability to like look past the pain i feel like you'd have to be in like accentuating circumstances in order to do that yep like folding in my thumb now ew (laughs) trying to practice (laughs) gross it's true because she she obviously needs more to take her seriously in this in this moment so yeah right it's, well, and she's true, thinking though, about Bodicea. She's like, I got to be a bad bitch. Yeah, <laughs> yep, it's going to happen. So Tessa's in control at this moment. She's like Janet Jackson. In control. And she demands Mortmain. <laughs> Thank you. She demands that Mortmain, like, don't come any closer. And he decides to feign the like, importance for her life. But as my dad would say, Tessa didn't fall off the turnip truck yesterday. <laughs> Fucking hell. And she quickly calls his bluff, citing all of the effort he put into getting her to the Dark Sisters and how he covets her power. So it's like, if you really don't care if, like, I don't care if you die. No, wrong. Right. Mm-hmm. right. And Morton's like, all right, all right, you got me. You got me. Like, what do you want from me? And Tessa's like, nah. Put that down, flip it, and reverse it. What do you want from me? <laughs> right. Why I asked this question me? first. <laughs> yep. Why did you make me? Who are my parents? Why am I here? Why is Nate a giant asshole and only a mundane? <laughs> and Mormon is being a giant turd. It's the only word. He's being a turd. And he's like, you're not asking the right questions. <laughs> You're like, no, you're human, not a fairy. Stop talking in riddles. Yeah. yeah. He's like Rumpelstiltskin. Right? <laughs> yeah. And he's like, 
anyway, he's not just not divulging the cheese man. He's just going to prod at her. And I mean, I know it's plot for the sake of plot, but can this dude be any more annoying? <laughs> no, Chandler, he cannot. <laughs> so Tessa starts talking through and working out, out loud her gnarled family tree. And she's like, okay. Been there, done I that. I that my mom couldn't have been a demon because she has a sister that was a mundane. So, like, it has to be my father. And Morton's like, listen, lady. Just put down the knife, your only advantage, and the thing that is keeping me from just knocking your ass out and taking you to a second location. And then I'll tell you what you want. We can even summon your father if you want. Right. And Tessa's like... Okay. That doesn't sound like he's a human. <laughs> right. Okay. So I'm officially warlock status. You know what? No, no, no. No. You're a liar. Wrong. My mom wouldn't have bumped uglies with a demon. Okay? <sighs> then Wartmain tells us what I feel like we've already discussed before when we were talking about Magnus's past. Mm-hmm. The mom didn't know the dad wasn't the dad. Right. It was a it was a shape changer. Yeah. Not and, cool. Um, yeah. No, not fucking cool. Mm-mm-mm. Tessa's like, dude, you've unlocked the no place in my brain. <laughs> I knew it was possible, but if we don't say it out loud, that means it isn't true. And now you've said it out loud. <laughs> and Tessa obviously doesn't want to believe what's going down. She's like, okay, man, if what you're saying is true then why don't I have, like, sick-ass cat eyes or something? Right. Like, where's my warlock mark? And Mortmain, like any good evil villain, is enjoying watching Tessa's world come crumbling down around her. And he's like, good question. It'd be a real shame if your mom wasn't a human. What are listen. our options? Yep. Tessa, listen. <sighs> your existence has been planned for, like, a long time. And I don't want to make your head big or anything, but, like, you're kind of a big deal. I was past the torch of ensuring your existence, and I did it knowing that I would help create something unique. That one day would belong to me. I knew Mm -mm. that one day we would get married, and then you would be mine forever. Nope. 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 I don't fucking like it. Gross. And, yep. Tessa is oddly naive at this moment. And she's like, I just don't understand. Like, like you don't love me. And like, what if I was like ugly or something? Oh my gosh. Yep. <laughs> this girl is so naive. We are all face palming right now. <laughs> spurts, right? And Morton's like, <laughs> hold on. I was going to read that incorrectly. So I'm glad I wait. Morton's like, more fuck. <laughs> Gotta drink my ASMR, my water. <laughs> It's just because your microphone is so close to where you're swallowing. That's why we can hear it so well. <laughs> okay. All right. Mortmain is all a girl has no name. It wouldn't <laughs> matter what you looked like because you can literally change into a thousand faces. Do you think like he imagined if he didn't, maybe he hadn't thought about it. But in this moment, I'm wondering like if he didn't like what she looked like, he just forced her to be someone else. Well, he wasn't sure if it was Nate or Tessa. I guess that's true. He was Unless, glad that I it mean, was I don't think marry that her. part of it was a lie. Because when Nate said that he was the gray mm-hmm. sibling or whatever, and Nate mm-hmm. was saying, like, he thought I might be you. Because then he could just make her him. I don't think um, 
I don't think he made the choice about the the marriage thing until he found out that Tessa was a girl. Right. Like, I, I think he was like, I'm going to control whatever this is. Like, trying uh-huh. to find whatever. He was probably glad. Yeah. yeah. He's like, oh, sweet. Double whammy. Perfect. Yeah. Well, that's what Nate said. Like, he was excited to find out it was you or whatever. Mm-hmm. So, Tessa is pissed. And she tells Mortmain to GTFO. Literally, Pack up your robot toys and leave, or I will murder myself. And Mortmain tensed, and Tessa remembered that his, like, he has this background in business, right? He's this businessman. So he literally has trained him to make important, like, split-second decisions. And he does, calling her bluff and telling her that violence is not her love language. (laughs) (laughs) So Tessa grips down on the knife and settled herself, telling that douche-nozzle magister... Not to test her, because he will fail. All while hearing Will's voice echoing in her mind, she took poison <laughs> rather than let herself be captured by the Romans. Romans, not romance. She was braver than any man. And Mortmain's done with the waiting and the games and decides to just bum rush Tessa. And she turns around to look at the fountain and is like, fuck you. <laughs> and then she slams the bra- blade into her chest. And then we move over to Will. (laughs) Seriously? (laughs) Up to this point, he has pilferaged Thomas's sword, killed two automatons, and reached the sanctuary doors. He pulls out a stele, no time to pose for perfect crippling back whistles, (laughs) and draws an open rune, and then runs headfirst into the horror that awaits him. Will sees Tessa's body on the floor, laying in a pool of blood, the knife laying by her hand, and Mortmain is kneeling on the floor by her shoulders, and he popped up when he heard the door open. Mortmain's like, it wasn't me. wasn't me. <laughs> oh, God. And Will's like, bitch, I loved her, so now you gotta die. <laughs> now you gotta die. Now you gotta die. <laughs> and Will's wrapping Tessa's death into his childhood trauma. Imagining he's 12 years old and opening a box at his house and the place is filled with screams and the London moon and repeating, I've lost everything. Everything. Mm-hmm. I have to say real quick that I feel like we've, this was kind of sprinkled in a little bit throughout the whole chapter of going back to Will. And I like that we're finally kind of getting an idea more of like what really happened because mm-hmm. uh-huh. obviously we're starting to get the, you know, stuff. Right. We're getting the stuff. So I like that. We're getting the cheese, May. We're so, getting yeah. his meat. Maybe dialogue. Mm-hmm. So Mortimer tries to explain, huh? Mortimer. <laughs> Mortimer. I don't know why it just—it's such a funny. It's such a funny, like, sounding word. It's great. His name is terrible, so it's great. It yeah. <laughs> so he tries to explain that she killed herself. And he's much more disappointed than he is. Like, I'm way more disappointed than you are, Will. I mean, it was like he ordered something online that took three weeks to get here and it arrived broken. Oh, Ugh, fuck. Seriously. <laughs> she uh, was like, his life's so, work. <laughs> yep. He so tracked Will it every t- day. <laughs> been tracking it, waiting by the front door. <laughs> So Will tells Mortmain he's going to murder him with his stabby fire sword. So not to worry, his agony will be short-lived. And Will runs to make a stab at him, but Mortmain uses the ring trick seen in the TMI series and vanishes. Hmm. 
But at this point, Will is shooketh that a mundane could pull that off. And yeah. Like, even it would be hard for a warlock to do that. Like, wow. Mm-hmm. But he doesn't put too much thought into it as he races over to Tessa. And he picks her up and holds her in his arms, thinking back to their night in the attic, which he admits to himself the scene plays in his he- in his mind often. But now it's just like torture. And Will oh, knew oh. that she- Wait. Sorry. Time out. Hold on. Does he imagine like pushing her away over and over? Is that the part that he likes? <laughs> if he had anxiety like me, that would be what it was. Right. Yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so there's no doubt in Will's mind. She's dead. He knows this. He'd seen so many like dead bodies that he knew there's no way she could have recovered from this wound. It was fatal. And he whispers her name in her ear. And pulls her body tight against him and, like, buries his face in her neck. Nuzzling close, feeling that matted, blood-dried hair. And then her pulse? And he's like, wait, what? What the what? (laughs) What? So he pulls her back down to kind of, like, set her down. And when he gets her past his line, like his line of vision, her eyes are fucking open. <laughs> Twice in one it's day, like this has do- happened to him. <laughs> it's like one of those dolls. You know what I'm talking about? And yeah. then like it, yeah. it's laid down, but one eye is kind of cocked yeah. open. <laughs> and um, he doesn't even say what the fuck. Like, come on, this book is not real. <laughs> so she's just like will is that you is it really you and tessa tries to explain the shenanigans that have been going on in his absence uh, but will tells her like shh, 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 shh. listen listen what man's gone you need to save your strength and you need a doctor <laughs> and she's like no no i'm fine <laughs> it's fine it's it's not really my blood So she pulled <laughs> my kids installing stuff and it's the notifications popping over what I'm trying to read. Okay. <laughs> what a bastard. Kids. Yep. She straight pulled the Shia surprise to end all Shia surprises. <laughs> she hoodwinked the hoodwinker. And it was all thanks to Mortmain's pandering to himself. His rude ass fucking comments about how Tessa wasn't actually Tessa. Sparked the idea that she could change into the lady with the gunshot stomach. And she knew that blood would start pooling from her. So she turned around, turned into the lady, and then actually fainted on the floor when she turned back into herself so quickly. And if Will hadn't showed up when he did, Mortmain would have found, made, sh- would have for sure found out that she was a phony. What was it? A big and fat seen phony? how strong her powers are, too. Like, that right? would have all been bad. <laughs> You got to do it for me, Amanda. He's a phony. Big fat phony. (laughs) (laughs) And not only was Mortmain an an inspiration to this charade, it was also Will talking about Bodicea. As Jewel would say, you were meant for me and I was meant for you. (laughs) Will's guard is down, so he decides to just pull her closer and creepily smell her blood matted hair. He's Someone like, else's blood on top of it. You smell like salt and blood and sweat. <laughs> like the rugged outdoors. <laughs> and Tessa tells him that she thought that she was dreaming when he when she heard Will's voice. But he's actually here in the flesh. 
And Will opens his mouth to say something, but then decides against it. He's trying to keep his whole life sentence of penance intact for whatever happened when he was younger. And he isn't going to break that streak now. So Tess is left in silence, uh, wondering again. And then Will recites his ugly cry mantra that we talked about earlier. Mm-hmm. Except his is, I've lost everything. Everything. End scene. End scene. Huh. Gotta know more. Gotta catch them yep. all. I was going to say, gotta know, gotta know, gotta know right now. <laughs> yeah, that too. Oh, my gosh. Oh, that was intense. Yeah, it was. It was, my dear. So make sure that you've read Chapter 20, Awful Wonder, for next week's episode. And for behind the, the epilogue. Oh. Yes. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. And the epilogue. Yeah. Do it. Do it. I dare you. for behind the scenes content and the latest updates check us out on instagram at downworlderdishpodcast we'll see you next time Bye. bye